Hello and welcome to another episode of Point of Insanity Game Studios Geekery in General Podcast. I am Al and joining me today, my friend Dawn. How are you, Dawn? I am migraining, but I'm here. <laughs> hmm. Well, that's dedication for you when uh, you're you're willing to podcast even with migraine. Then again, I okay. Hopefully, this isn't breaking the fourth wall because I'm not ruining the magic. This is actually an impromptu episode mm-hmm. because Dawn wanted to test her uh, test new headset. Yep. Um. So I decided, hey, let's do an impromptu episode. And speaking of the break, the fourth wall, Deadpool. Always Deadpool. Uh, yes, and I'm sure we could probably do a well-structured episode entirely on Deadpool right now. Any? Why? Yeah. That that destroys the nature of Deadpool. Yes, he is, anti-Wade. <laughs> yes, he is spontaneous, and I think one of the things that's interesting about him is, and you you would know more about this than I do because you're a bigger comic book uh, geek than I am. Did didn't I know he started out in the New Mutants? Wasn't he uh, fair, meant to be like kind of a fairly minor character? He was. And I know a lot of people, well, some people know, I mean, if you're a fan of, of Deadpool or a older comic fan, you know that he was basically created as a, an intentional, a complete intentional knockoff right to how his, cost, his, his costume looks, to his name, to his talents, to his job, an intentional knockoff of DC's Deathstroke. Intentional. Yep. Yeah, because uh, Deathstroke is, of course, his name is, well, Deadpool, his name is Wade Wilson, and uh, Deadpool is Slade Wilson. And Well, Deathstroke is Slade Wilson, and Death, yeah. Deadpool, Wade Wilson, and, you know, they, they're both mercenaries, you know, I mean, so they're kind of, they basically do what they want, when they want, anti-hero kind and of thing. Never say, and they never say, I'm sorry. <laughs> right, exactly. I mean, recently, Deathstroke, I mean, he can be bought off. I mean, he's not really bad. I mean, some people call him a villain. You can call you can call Slade or you know Deathstroke a, a, a villain if you want. You but it can be argued that he, most a true villain isn't just gonna go away because you gave him money. Yeah. Well, and honestly, he he's been bought off. He got bought off recently within the last six months by uh, Bruce Wayne's son, who's <laughs> like, "Go away! Here's a couple million dollars," and he's like, "Done." Yeah. I mean. And, and I'm sure- <laughs> Of course, there have been various depictions of uh, Deathstroke in media because uh, Teen Titans, the oh, yeah. original one, not the new one. Except... Oh, I like Teen Titans Go, though. Yeah, it's funny. I, I've seen a little bit of each series because I recall there, uh, they just called him Slade. and They, they do. A... Slade. Yeah. And he was a criminal <laughs> mastermind as opposed to uh, being just a mercenary and an mm-hmm. assassin because obviously you're making a kid's show, uh, an assassin named Deathstroke. Probably isn't going to go over Not very well. Cartoon with Network friendly. Yes. And has he appeared in uh, Teen Titans Go? Or... He has. That's yeah. where I said Slade, because that's <laughs> how they, they say his name. I like Teen Titans Go because of the Easter eggs for the comics fans that are in there. There's little little bits. Like they never really say the characters' legal names. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> but there's every once in a while it shows up. Like, you know, Beast Boy, every once in a while they'll call him Gar, but you don't really hear it. Unless mm. all of a sudden you catch it, you're like, they just call him Garfield. <laughs> like you just you catch it. Nobody really says it. Just little things you catch. But yeah. So, so well, yeah. speaking of chimichangas, uh, are you planning <laughs> on watching the Super Bowl this coming uh, Sunday? I am because I want to see if there's going to be a bunch of really random movie spots. That's the <laughs> only reason. It's because I I'm waiting to see what kind of movie spots are going to crash the Super Bowl. It's yeah, going to happen. I, it's going to happen. I am going to watch it just for the commercials because 
I'll be honest, it's like, was it the Panthers and the Broncos? And it's like, mm-hmm. I'm not really emotionally invested in either team. Um, cause you know, the teams I mainly like, you know, the, the this is going to sound odd, but the Chicago bears and the green Bay Packers, you know, I mean, I would love to watch the Super Bowl if one of them were in it. If the Patriots were in it, I would watch it just to hope the Patriots lose. Yeah. Like I said, it's just the Broncos and Panthers. I really don't give a hoot or a holler about either team. So I'm probably going to be watching it for the commercials and what's the Super Bowl show. I don't, I haven't even been following enough to know what the Super Bowl show is going to be. I don't know. I don't, I, I, well, I don't know. I don't watch, I don't watch football. I know that Lady Gaga's doing the, mm. uh, the national anthem. People are flipping out about that. And I'm like, what? Her voice is incredible. Yeah. She's, I'm not much for her music, but she can sing. I know her, it's like, yeah. That, well, that album she did recently with, uh, um, oh, what's that name? That he's a very, uh, classic singer. I can't think of his name right now, but it was, uh, Tony Bennett. Thank you. Her yeah. album with Tony Bennett was incredible. She's a very well classically trained singer. So it's like, just because she's a little artsy, come on. Yeah, so. I mean, she's she's got some funny costumes, but I mean, come on. She Especially when you compare her to some of the stuff that passes off as, as music nowadays, right. she does have some talent. You know, it's just, I said, not my thing, but if you like Lady Gaga, hey, more power yeah. to you. But speaking of funny costumes... So you've, you, I understand you finally did get to see the death battle with uh, Deathstroke versus Deadpool. Yes, I've been doing everything. Did I'm so excited for the movie that like my Deadpooling is like way up right now. Yeah, and I think that and definitely go and uh, if you haven't if you haven't seen it, go to YouTube, look up Deadpool versus Deathstroke death battle. It is hilarious. Don't worry, we'll wait. So. Anyways, while people are pausing the video to go watch uh, Deathstroke uh, versus Deadpool on on YouTube, uh, what's your favorite type of cat? Favorite type of cat? Yeah. Uh, the Oriental breeds like Siamese and Burmese and Oriental short hair and all those. Yeah, and, and we used to have a Maine Coon, uh, Tika. You remember her? She was shy but really sweet. And I like our current cat. She's a calico something or other but again probably one of the sweetest cats i've ever i've ever known and um so okay i think people probably maybe paused it if they are going to pause it uh but if you are still here um i suppose we can stop talking about cats does deadpool ever talk about cats in his comics or he talks about everything he talks (laughs) about 4chan he does oh really oh yeah yeah, that's where the devil goes pee pee and (laughs) (laughs) i can show you where he said that in one (laughs) an issue actually that does not surprise me that you know specifically which issue but that's well why do you think though that this someone who started out is intending to be just this mercenary why do you think he caught on he didn't originally um what happened is he was not very popular and then because his solo series they kept thinking he was going to get canceled they started just that's where the the fourth wall breaking started mm-hmm. as he started getting self-aware that he that his own um comic was going to get canceled and as he started getting self-aware and making these wisecracks at the issues and making wisecracks about other things going on in the universe is when it started getting popular in a like sort of a cult fashion mm-hmm. And it's that's the the wise cracking Deadpool because the authors didn't care because who cares Marvel's going to cancel the solo series anyway. So we might that 
that Deadpool is what then became popular. Yeah, because it's like they figured, well, he's probably not going to last long, so let's have some fun. And um, right. Speaking of comic series that probably really wouldn't have lasted long, do you were you ever into the Transformers comics at all? No. <laughs> okay, because like the old Marvel Transformers ones, and you just reminded me of this when you said that, like with uh, Deadpool, they didn't think the series would last long. But um, if you've ever read the Transformers Generation 2, it's a 12-part series, and they really took a dark turn in that specific series. So it very different from the usual stuff we saw in G1. And the reason they did that is they they knew that the comic series was only going to last 12 issues. And I, I don't know if Marvel was going to be losing the Transformers license. So they figured, what the heck, let's just kill a bunch of people. So it, it was almost like, I don't know if you ever seen the 1986 Transformers animated movie. Yeah. Yeah. It was kind of like that where they were killing off characters left and right. And sometimes in fairly gruesome ways. And there's, it's been revealed in the later uh, G1 material that, Generation 2 was actually supposed to end with the extinction of the human race because in the, it's actually kind of fascinating. I know we're getting off topic, but hey, this is a spontaneous off the cuff episode. But um, in the Beast Wars cartoon, you are introduced to these uh, skull floating guy weird thingies that eventually <laughs> are called, well, they're not mentioned, they're not named in the, the cartoon series. But in later literature, they're identified as the Volk. And it's believed that uh, they represent the evolution endpoint of all living things. And you see what happened we, in Generation 2, we find out that there was actually a third branch of Transformers. You know, of course, we're used to the Autobots and Decepticons, but there was a third branch called the Cybertronians. And the Cybertronians actually reproduced by budding. So, uh, the, however, when they, when they did this, there was some sort of residue that eventually became something called the swarm and the swarm would basically just destroy things. Um, and eventually the storm, the swarm destroys, uh, humanity. So like the, they become, eventually become the Volk because they're trying to make up for destroying humanity. So I don't know, does that seem to fit in with a series about robots that turn into cars and planes? Uh, <laughs> no, I don't know. I don't yeah, know. it's it's weird. I mean, that's one of the things that's interesting about Transformers is there's just a lot of stuff in the fiction. But anyways, back to Deadpool. So Yeah. So the, <laughs> <laughs> like, where are we going with this, Al? <laughs> well, like I said, you mentioned that the, the Deadpool series uh -huh. was, it was intended to be just a limited series because they thought they were going to yeah. get canceled and that kind of reminded me of the Transformers thing. But in that case, it's it's different with the Transformers Generation 2 series because they knew they were only going to last 12 uh, episodes, and or not episodes, issues. And speaking of, um, of Easter eggs, I guess you could say, one of the main villains in the Generation 2 and some of the other Transformers literature is named Jaxus. And if you say it real slowly, it's G-Ax-Us. Because they knew they were, again, this was just going to be a limited series, so they made kind of that pun for the main villain. So uh, eh, who says comic book writers aren't a little witty every now and then? Mm -hmm. So what, now, so Deadpool had his solo series, and I know he's appeared in a lot of different uh, other comic series. 
How many of them have you collected? I mean, have you gotten all of them or just most of them? Yeah, not all. He goes wherever. Because he was part of, well, he was, he jumped around with the X-Men for a while. Now he's in his own Avenger, an event, he's in his own Avenger series. Um, he kind of just goes wherever the wind takes him. I mean, really, he's, he's got, cool. yeah, well, yeah. I mean, and then there's always like, you know, he he was with Cable for a long time. Yeah, that- uh, that's a pairing that I did not see how that would happen because it worked really well, actually. Um, and that's something if you can pick up a trade or two and read them, I recommend it. Okay. It, it, it. I do. I really do. Deadpool and Cable worked really well together. Um, and it's just he it, it's it difficult. And people always go, where do I start? I want to read Deadpool. Where to start? I'm like anywhere. Pick up. It, it doesn't matter that <laughs> the continuity doesn't matter because it's yeah. Deadpool. He will reference himself in his own history constantly and he will tell you where to go to read it yeah he will there, there was <laughs> this one panel i saw and when i was reading an article about deadpool and uh he was meeting up with bullseye and bullseye's like yeah deadpool it's been a long time hasn't it and he's like yeah issue number 14 yep. to be precise yeah that's why it's, like it doesn't matter it's not like picking up like an x-men issue where you're trying to figure out what happened to you know say phoenix because you haven't seen her in how long you know what i mean or, right it doesn't yeah. matter it really doesn't because he will tell you the last thing that happened he'll he'll finish his exposition from the last three issues in the first two pages of the current one <laughs> it doesn't matter it really well, doesn't that so is, that is kind of cool that they do that because oh yeah i mean you mentioned the x-men and I mean, well, any long-running series like, you know, X-Men or Batman, Justice League, uh, Avengers, whatever, I mean, it can get so confusing to follow all that stuff. And isn't that why Marvel's doing this reboot of their universe? Oh, that's a nightmare. It's a nightmare. I am so angry. And DC is going to pull their crap again after Convergence. (sighs) I saw... I was reading a comic book resource or something that they're going to do a rebirth in June, which is basically going to start everything over, reboot the continuity again. I'm like, I'm done. Yeah. And see, I'm done. I wonder if they're doing that because I I mean, if you've got people who are casual fans of whatever comic book series, you might not know what happened in Batman uh, issue number 372 that is somehow relevant to whatever's happening in, you know, Batman number 786. That was supposedly what Convergence was supposed to fix. Mm-hmm. The prop, what DC, from what I can tell, they're trying to do now is they just want everything to line up with their TV and movie universe. Yeah. and Which I, means that Starfire and all those solo series are, are, gonna, are just going to end. And I'm just irritated, so I'm just done. I'm done. I'm yeah. raising my hands. I'm following indie series pretty much only now because <laughs> I'm so irritated with having new number ones of series I follow two or three times a year. I can't even handle it anymore. I'm just getting yeah. so angry. And I can, I can understand. See, it's one of those things where in a way I can, and we'll, we might disagree on this, but in a way I can kind of see both sides of the issue. But they're not starting the continuity or they're not starting storylines over. They're just renumbering mm. oh, a number okay. one. Oh, yeah. It's just, it's just irritating. It really is. Yeah. And like I said, I mean, I can certainly see how, yeah, that would frustrate a long time, you know, uh, serious comic book fan like yourself and i mean i'm sure there's probably some suits behind the 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 scenes who you know they might know a lot about the business aspect of running comics but they don't know much about the artistic or the creative side but to get back on track again um so the of course the whole oh the deadpool movie i know i'm excited for that uh i'm not i'm not a huge comic book fan but i have enjoyed some of the movies i did well, 
with the X-Men movies, I haven't seen uh, the X-Men Days of Future Past movie. It was surprisingly good. Like, I didn't see it until I saw it on HBO, like, a month or two ago, because I was so, like, oh, I don't know about this. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because you'll know. You know how I feel about I'm like, I don't know how I feel about this. It's a different cast. It's just, I don't. uh, uh." But it was surprisingly good. And I I feel like such a jerk for saying that, but it was surprisingly good, because I was kind of getting burned out on the X-Men thing. X-Men aren't my favorite sect of superheroes to begin with i'm not big on the mutants thing but it was surprisingly good the original x-men trilogy it was okay um i liked the third one best Uh, the first one i wasn't much for and i don't know if this is just me but i thought ian mckellen's portrayal of magneto Mm -hmm. it seemed like it got better with each movie uh, because it seemed like in the first one and i said i don't know if this is just me but it was almost like it was kind of corny and over the top where it almost seemed like he was overacting the part, but I really like his, I, I like how his portrayal of Magneto did evolve. I think he needed to in that first movie. Cause we weren't given enough yeah. of Magneto's backstory yet mm-hmm. when we started to get more and was it the second or the third movie where we learned more about his history in the, uh, in like the Nazi camps and all of that, where we I learned think- a lot more. And then we got the second one. Yeah. And then him and X and um, Xavier's backstory together broke my heart. And it was just like, I love when I can feel bad for a villain. Do you know what I mean? Because you can see what made them do what they do. And I don't know if you've watched Daredevil yet, but when I started Mm -hmm. to understand what made Kingpin Kingpin, I was like, thank you, Marvel. Yeah. for doing so well at this. Yeah. (laughs) Because. I mean, when I saw the the first X-Men movie, I mean, of course, there was some stuff. It's like, wait a second, Rogue's not this little girl. Uh, how come she can't fly and doesn't have super strength? But then it's like, I thought, it's like, okay, how are you going to take a comic book series that's been around for, well, by the time it was released, I mean, it had been almost 40 years. Right. How do you take a comic book series like the X-Men that has been around for decades and has had tons of characters... How do you condense that into not, well, an entire trilogy, let alone a single movie? Mm-hmm. You can't do it and really make have it make sense. So I can understand how they had to kind of make their own story with it. I don't think the series suffered for it because as you know, we've discussed this in the past, how in comics, it's not unusual to have tons of different, you know, alternate universes and such. Right. And again, that's how they deal with it in Transformers fiction, where like uh, they call them time streams or I'm sorry, universal streams mm-hmm. where like, OK, the, the Transformers G1 is, you know, one time, uh, of these universe streams. And then the live action movies is another one. Transformers Prime, everything that happens in that is its own stream as well. And as I said, we just know from X-Men and uh, there's just tons of different alternate universes. So, right. But, I, and, yeah, and I was kind of disappointed. I mean, I liked it to an extent, but I was kind of disappointed with how they handled the Dark Phoenix saga, though. Yeah, I mean, for as good true. as the movies were, I think they kind of really did not handle Dark Phoenix as well as they could have. But, mm-hmm. you know, they got to keep the rating to what it could be to get the money and get enough butts in the seats. So. That's true. Well, of course, the X-Men, they had the spinoff movies with uh, Wolverine. So what did you think of the Wolverine Origins movie? Um, I didn't, uh, I don't know. Yeah. Cause I liked Gambit 
I, you know, I thought that, you know, that whoever was playing that did a really good job. But of course, this is why I'm curious with the Deadpool movie, because of course, ugh, what they did with Deadpool. They and, had to. Yeah. They had to. And, and that's where it's like, I hated it. I really did. But I know why they had to do it that way, because Deadpool is not child friendly. I don't care what anybody thinks. There was no way to put him in there and get the rating that they would have wanted, an MPAA rating. Yeah. Um, there's no way. There's no possible way. Yeah, because I, I remember I think you were the one who posted this on Facebook. It had a bunch of uh, frames from Deadpool comics, and it's like people who want Deadpool to be rated, you know, rated PG-13 should actually read Deadpool. Right. So it's, think- it, it's rated for, I think, what is it? Um I don't remember if it's got, it's got, it's you know, like a late teen or adult because there's so much cussing and it's just like, it's not made for kids. Exactly. And it, it, it's like the people who complain about how, you know, their, their 10 year old kid might play Mortal Kombat. I mean, I don't know if you remember the whole mm-hmm. uh, Mortal Kombat uh, controversy and, but it's like, okay, then again, Mortal Kombat those games are not made for 10 and 12 year olds. It's like my parents would have let me, but when it got on video, like yeah. they never would have taken me to the theater because that's just how it is. Be like, well, that's the rule. That's the law. Too bad. You can watch it when it comes out on video. So you think that the, the Deadpool movie then is just going to be kind of its own thing and it's going to have nothing to do with the Wolverine origins. It's well from it, it's, it's still, it's going to, it's, it sits in the Marvel universe from what I understand, Ryan Reynolds was on. First of all, this is a labor of love for him because he's been fighting to get this made because they, they don't want. They didn't want to do it. Hollywood didn't want to do it because they can't make money on an R-rated movie. They didn't think so anyway. Yeah. They were convinced if it wasn't made for kids to be able to see it, it wasn't going to make money. Well, I bet they're going to be really, really frustrated when they find out that this money is going to make bank because people <laughs> have been itching for it. Yeah. Because um, well, I mean, I'm probably going to go at least once. I'm going to probably go two or three times. Yeah. Well, I'm telling you. No, but, I. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm just, th- but he was on Graham Norton show, which if you don't get BBC America, you probably haven't seen Graham Norton. But he was on this last week here. Finally, it may have been earlier. I don't know because there was an issue with the Weinstein Company and us getting Graham Norton on BBC America for a while. But I finally saw it on Monday night, and he was saying that it took so long to get it here, but they didn't hold back. Basically, it is true to Deadpool. There were things they had to cut out, like certain kinds of racism jokes and stuff like that that yeah. would have been in the comics. But basically it's it's Deadpool. That that's mm-hmm. it. And I'm thinking this is beautiful. That means this is actually this is something he cuz he's a he's a Deadpool fan. Yeah. This is a Deadpool fan that made a Deadpool movie for Deadpool fans. Yeah, cuz I did like the portrayal that uh Ryan Reynolds did of Deadpool in or not well, technically it wasn't Deadpool yet, but uh, as Wade Wilson in the, the the Wolverine, you know, the X-Men Origins Wolverine movie. But I know that there's one trailer I've seen so far. Oh, yes. And of course, it was. I don't know if you saw this or not, but there was the Deadpool public service announcement. Oh, about... if it exists, I've seen it. Trust me. <laughs> yeah. I have so many Deadpool fans that are among us that if it exists, especially if, if Ryan Reynolds has been a part of it, we've seen it. That one trailer for Val- that with the Valentine's Day of... Uh, <laughs> yeah. 
with the him with whatever uh the Mora- Morena Beccarin with her picture and it looks like a romantic comedy and it's <laughs> well I haven't seen that one it's the one where I was telling people about uh you know a street you know feeling yourself to yep. check for testicle cancer it's yep like... yep yep so yeah it's 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 a hit the promotional stuff for this has been um interesting that one with the the emojis the dead mm-hmm. pool with the uh the little skull the little poo emoji and the l up uh that started apparently as a joke with the marketing department um that ryan was telling graham norton and it was texting it back and forth and he said they someone said we should put that on a billboard and he ryan says you would not <laughs> like trust me he goes i dare you and the next morning it was up on a billboard it's become a joke, the marketing. And I'm like, this is why this yeah. movie is going to do so well, because it's become fun. This is how you market a movie now. So there's the one trailer that I think everyone's seen, and that's the one where it has Colossus. And you'll have to forgive me. Who are the other, who's the other girl that's with them that turns into like some fireball or something? Oh, shoot. What's her name? Um, Yeah, there's Colossus. And then I don't remember what her name is. I know she's a... I know he makes the joke about prom night. I feel sorry for the guy who tries tries to force her into prom sex. Yeah. Yeah. Because I I know it's just like she's like, he's like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Finish your text. We're good. (laughs) So do you know who the person is they're trying to apprehend? I don't. I don't get a good look at her in the trailer, but I'm sure we'll find out. Yeah. And what is Colossus doing working with Deadpool? Who knows? Why not? We'll find out. Why not? I, there's another bit from another trailer I saw, or was it a teaser several months ago, where 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 Deadpool's arguing with Colossus about, well, nobody got hurt, we didn't kill anybody, and some guy <laughs> falls off the bridge or whatever in the background. He goes, "Well, that guy was up there before we started." And it's just like... I haven't I haven't seen that one. I'll have to. Oh, that one. I told you if it exists, I've seen it. Yeah. <laughs> There's now, like there there's a naughty like sex scene where they're talking. I mean, it's just that that's been released that I've seen where it's the stuff that I'm like I can't even. I'm just like oh no, this is gonna be great. I can't yeah. wait to go see this. Yep. So, and now I I believe you have the Deadpool video game. I do, and it's amazing. <laughs> so definitely <laughs> recommend picking it up if I if I have the chance. Yes. Yeah, because I mean I. I saw a little bit of like the intro to it and it looked pretty funny because, well, like I said, it sounds like it, well, they're having him do stuff that Deadpool would do. Oh, yeah. So. And he talk and he doesn't stop talking while you're, the whole time. You're playing and he's killing people and he's talking. He's, and... You're trying to sneak up on someone to, to, to stab him in the back. Shut up. But talking. he's got the voices in his head are talking too at the same ah. time. So you've got three like Deadpools talking at the same time. <laughs> yeah, like, cause... it's great. It's wonderful. I love it. Yeah, because uh, I've played a couple of games that have Deadpool as a playable character. I've played uh, the both the Marvel Ultimate Alliance 1 and Ultimate Alliance 2. I think he appears in... I'm pretty sure he appears... Yeah, he does appear in Ultimate Alliance 2. And then he's a, a hidden character that you can get in uh, X-Men Legends 2 uh, Rise of Apocalypse. I think yeah. that's what it's called. But, and one thing that's kind of funny is when you do your first playthrough of X-Men Legends 2, Deadpool is a boss. But when you complete the game, it's possible to unlock him. So if you go through it again and you have Deadpool in the party, when you're fighting himself, of course he has a conversation with himself and 
there's just certain cutscenes that are funny because of, well, the way the game is set up is that if when you talk to certain NPCs, there's, if you have a certain character in your party, then it triggers special dialogue. And there's a few good ones with Deadpool. Uh, like there's in the Ultimate Alliance, there's this one where uh, Deadpool, well, they're, they're, they're rescuing a bunch of S.H.I.E.L.D. agents that have been captured. And of course, uh, you know, Deadpool bribes one of them to give him like a hundred bucks so he doesn't tell. It's been a while since I played it, but it's like he bribed this guard. He's like, okay, give me, no, he blackmailed him. He's like, yeah, give me a hundred bucks and I won't tell Nick Fury that you screwed up. And one of his uh, accompli- well, not accomplice or sidekick, I guess there's some of the weasel. Yeah. Yeah, he appears in the game. So, of course, if uh, you talk to Weasel while Deadpool's in the party, um, you know, they start having their own conversations. There's one they're arguing about cheese puffs or something like mm-hmm. that. So, but, yeah, it sounds like, the, I said, from when I saw the X-Men, or not the X-Men, the, the new Deadpool game, that one looks like a lot of fun. So I'll have to check that out sometime. Yeah, and those other games you played, does... Uh... Does he um kid does he uh does he take hits like to die? Um, I don't think so, no. Cause that's what I'm finding fa- I found fascinating was I discovered that while you get really wounded, if you just sit around the corner and like out of like range of getting injured, like as your suit starts to come back, you're just self healing because you know Deadpool, no, of course, Deadpool Deadpool regenerates. I love that fact that that stays true. Of course it is. And he, it, I love that he talks about his own video game while you're playing his video game. <laughs> well, so, bravo. Well, I think I'm going to call this impromptu episode to a close. So I say I do apologize. We're, it was really kind of disorganized and we're kind of going from topic to topic. Sometimes topics that weren't relevant, but hey, it's Deadpool, right? Yep. So thank you again for uh, listening. And Dawn, thank you for helping me out with this episode. And Hope you all get a chance to go see the Deadpool movie. So it looks like it should be a lot of fun. And if you have ideas for any topics you'd like to see me cover, uh, feel free to contact me either through POIGamestudio.com or better yet, stop by the Facebook page and leave a comment. Thank you for listening and have a good evening or morning or afternoon, whatever it is, wherever you are. And Jimmy Chandas.